There's one goal here, and one promise I made to Mrs. Ford is winning. For that to happen, everyone needs to be on the same page, to be in the best position with the right plan. Every person in this building has a job to do, and each job is important. If we can get one step better every day, that's putting this organization in the right direction. Donald steps up in the pocket, now throws. It is picked up by Rice. Come back right side. Inside the 10. It is Quandre Diggs to the 5. To the house. Touchdown to Quandre. How about Jackford over the end? Oh, my God. It, it is Sir Mix-a-Lot booty thick. Lions fans. It's time for the podcast you've been waiting for. The Detroit Lions podcast post game show with your hosts, Chris and Case. Hey, hi ho Lions fans. Welcome to the Detroit Lions podcast post game show. I am here with the official Detroit Lions podcast for Reddit and Jeff Risden to review this thing we call a Lions game. We got football back, and I'm not sure we want it in this kind of state, but we'll talk about that. I'm your host, Chris. With me is my good friend and co-host, The Riz. Jeff Rizzin, how you doing, my man? Oh, I am I am looking for a non-opiate painkiller to <laughs> dull the pain from tying, tying the Cardinals after having a sure win, a huge lead, and watching Matt Patricia piss it away. All, all away. Yes, that was that was really something. We got that. We'll talk about that. What the future of this team looks like. Did we get what we expected? What didn't we expect? A whole lot more. And of course, we'll be taking your calls. Big show. You ready to go, my man? Let's do it. This is no time for a quick release. We're going deep. That's right. We're going deep, and we're. Go through the whole spiel here. Don't forget about a Patreon. Uh, special thanks to Dylan from Guam and everywhere else. There you go. Uh, Patreon.com slash Detroit Lions podcast. The Slack was on fire today. If you saw that, uh, our Patreon people saw it. There was a lot going on there. A lot of chatter. Uh, you can join as well. As little as a dollar a month will get you into our Patreon Slack, which is a pretty cool place to be. Uh, Patreon.com slash Detroit Lions podcast. Don't forget about that. Twitter, of course, at DET Lions podcast. Subscribe on YouTube, youtube.com slash Detroit Lions podcast. Make sure to uh, hit the subscribe and notification button there. Okay, let's get into this Lions Cardinals game review. I got to tell you, Riz, there was a whoop ass three quarters of football, three and a half quarters of football out of this Detroit Lions team. They were not the, the Lions team that so many people had predicted. It was that last half a quarter that seemed to, to bring back some some stark memories, huh? Oh, man. Up until the middle of the third quarter, the Lions had this game. Do- not just one, dominated. Yeah. They oh, yeah. dominated the game. I'm looking at the drive chart right now. The Cardinals had one drive. They had two drives um, in a row that gained 11 yards in the second quarter. Those were their best drives until they, they scored a field goal. Their first, their second field goal, the, the one in the middle of the third quarter with 7.42 to go. Prior to that drive, they had not had one that went over 11 yards. What happened then? Hmm. Started playing off coverage. What happened with the Cardinals offense after that? I'll go, I'll just go over their drives really fast here. Yeah. Eight, eight plays, 42 yards field goal. 10 plays, 68 yards field goal. Seven plays, 70 yards touchdown. Nine plays, 55 yards touchdown. 765 for the field goal in overtime. And then their last one, they got a punt 
only because they screwed up. Um, that, that, that's basically it. That's what happened. Yeah, yeah. No, this was this was really something that uh, I don't think anybody would have predicted after those first three and a half quarters. I don't think we would have predicted the domination of those first three and a half quarters either. I know going to the game, everybody I saw and talked to was nervous. It, but it was this, you know, the first we saw, we talk about this so much. There's so many players for you guys, you fantasy guys. You see players that you just didn't. How many guys got 140 yards playing wide receiver today? It was. It's the first game of the season. Is always just a wacky kind of something you can't. You know, I call it fool's gold. You can't. You can't base any kind of. Um, you can't draw any lines. It's a single no, point, and it's a bad point of data. But what we saw here was uh, we saw like two different, three different points out of this Lions team, and some point it's it's that schizophrenia that comes out of this team oh so often. That's what I feel like we're walking away with. And again, I don't want to put too much into it, but wow, I don't even know what to think. I think that there are some positives to it, but they're not going to be the topic of discussion anytime soon. Uh, <laughs> TJ Hawkinson set an NFL record today for the most yards ever by a tight end in a debut game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and great. and was, was fantastic. He looked great. 131 yards um, broke the previous record um, from 1960. So it had been almost 60 years. He was phenomenal. I thought we saw a lot of good things, but that's. Does it, it all hinges when, on the timeout, when, right? Doesn't it all well, really hinge on that one F up, and then it so the, the timeout, yes, where where apparently Matt Patricia called timeout, and Matthew Stafford went over afterwards, and you saw him mouth it. Trust me. Why don't you trust me? Oh boy, that that is not something that you want to see from your your quarterback going to your head coach. Um, and and it looked like Daryl Bevel was trying to call the signaling for the timeout. You know, kind of casually, no real urgency to it. Like, okay, you know what? If I don't get this, it's going to be okay. But, but they, and he can't call timeout. Only Patricia can call the timeout. Right. So that, that's where it came from. Uh, it wiped out a play where JD McKissick was wide open on a fantastic delayed release screen. Um, perfect call, play call. I don't know why we, they didn't go to that again. I don't know why we didn't see that play again, but that's, yeah, that, that, that killed the momentum right there because that, the, the Lions had the game won at that point. They get a first down there. They keep driving. Uh, McKissick might have even scored on that play. Who knows? Right, right. Uh, and and at that point, you saw, you know, the snowball was rolling down the mountain, and then it, it just it it became the avalanche, and it, it didn't stop for the rest of the game. Yep. Uh, it was yeah. It was top tier. It was Stafford who said, "Trust me." That timeout really, really wrecked. Now what? There's now without that timeout call, right? It's a different end outcome to this game. We 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 can see that, right? And then we can start thinking about things like Taylor Decker. Wow, did he look bad out there? Did he? How many penalties did he get? Four, five? Was he, had, it? he had four holding penalties. Wow, yes. wow, man, man, that's tough. Um, let's talk about Bevel though, and you know, Bevel. Uh, he, whether it was him that told Patricia, you know, how that how that all played out, we'll find out more. I'm sure there'll be more more about that. I, I can guarantee Patricia will just own it, no matter what, right? Because that's who he is, and that's what he does. He'll say, "It's me. It's on me. It's my call. I have to make the call, and that's me." Um, take that piece out though of that that timeout and that offense, that that run first offense that we saw out there for three and a half quarters. Holy shit! Was that the most effective and efficient we've seen Matthew Stafford in ages? Ages? He looked comfortable with the play action fake, and he's very good at selling the fake. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. They didn't run the ball particularly well. In fact, Matthew Stafford was their leading rusher through three quarters 
with his 22 yards. Yeah. Um, carry on had 21 to that point. He wound up with 49 um, and, and CJ Anderson wound up with 35. Um, it was not an effective running game, but the fact that they tried it opened up the play action and you saw what it did for Hawkinson. You saw what it did for, for Amendola getting open over the middle. That was wide open all day and it was there for the taking and Stafford, my God, it, took it. He, he, it was there, man. He loved it. Yep. It was great. And what um, happened? Why did what, what? Where did? Why did that go away? That's that's yeah. one of my questions. Yep. And the other thing, and I'm I'm, I'm trying to look at the positives here because there's going to be plenty of talk about the negatives, right? And I, and I don't want <laughs> yes. us, yes, I don't want it to for, don't want us to forget about that three and a half quarters of great football we saw. I don't want us to to lose sight of how good that team looked out there. We have to give credit to the front seven in the Arizona Cardinals. Cardinals, that is a that's the best part of their team. That is the best part of their team is their their defensive front seven and you know sure decker got beat got held a bunch and, and we had some problems but we did pretty damn good as a team against that i i, I feel like there, there are some positives to take away from something that completely unwound at the end go ahead <laughs> go ahead Riz. oh i'm just I'm, I'm getting messages and texts from people who are uh uh, having fun with with it. Um, I just I just got one. Um, I should have believed you five and eleven. Um, and I won't say who it's from, but it's from somebody who you all would know. Um, this, this is why I was skeptical of the team. Why I was down. And I'm not going to be that guy. I'm not. Let's. I'm just so, saying that if this surprised you, you were warned. <laughs> there's a there's a really good question in the um in the live chat with your five and 11, does this now make us five, 10 and one, or is it four, 11 <laughs> and one? <laughs> uh, we'll go, we'll go five, 10 and one. <laughs> that's a great, that's question. an upgrade. That's an upgrade I, folks. I, I'm, proven, I'm proven to be wrong already. So there's that. <laughs> um, I said this morning when I was on with, with Jim Costa here in Grand Rapids, you know, I, I pray to God that I'm wrong. Well, I've been proven wrong. They cannot go five and eleven. So yeah, Jiggly, there's a silver lining for you. Jiggly Scrub has an interesting angle here too. Jim Caldwell never would have had us at twenty four and six, but if he coached the fourth quarter, we probably would have won. You know, one of the things that I saw, and I saw this on on Twitter, and I was not on the Slack tonight, and that's my bad. Um, I I have work going on as well. I did have to wrap up the Browns game, um, which was even more disappointing. Um, thank, thank God I'm not a Browns fan too. Wow, man. Um, yeah, that was, that was way that worse was, that was, dude, that was, that was really bad. Um, and, and as much as you want to complain about Taylor Decker, he was the best offensive tackle I saw all day. That's how bad that game was on both sides of the ball. <laughs> so, oh man. Um, so there's some perspective there and maybe that's why I'm not crawling looking to pee on an electric fence over the, the Lions offensive line because I watched the Browns and, and the Titans today. Uh, my God, the, uh, the, the way that uh, I've lost my train of thought. I'm, I'm sorry. That's um, not my fault for those that complain about me interrupting Riz, by the way. Yeah, that, no, that, that's, that's just me. <laughs> that I'm, on I, him. I, I, I'm scatterbrained and, and going all over the place here. One of the things that bugged me was that they got, they went away from what was going and working and that that's, you know, on both sides of the ball. Yeah, yeah. They went to the – you know what they say about prevent, right? The only thing it prevents is it prevents your team from winning. They were in a position where it, it, it felt safe to go with that. That's when the conservativeness of – Look at what happened with Rashawn Melvin. Rashawn Melvin was fantastic through the first three quarters of that game. Yep. He starts playing nine to, what, nine to 12 yards off to start, and he was worthless. I, I, I don't get it. You bring in an extra defensive back. You bring in Jamal Agnew, who, by the way, should walk home. He was off. Full. If he's not helping you as a return man, and he's hurting you as a return man, he has no. There's no point for him to be on this team. Yep. yep. Done. 
So let's let's talk about the the psychology of of a game um, where you're up like that and the wheels start coming off. Right, those things tend to build on themselves, and you that doubt creeps in, and and it's like a train just accelerating down a hill, and it's not going to stop. Um, it's it's crazy to see. I mean, like. It, and and what we see now is everybody remembering. Oh, you know this defense can't stop anybody. They could. They that defense was strong in the first three that and a defense, half quarters. That defense had Kyler Murray completely flummoxed. Yeah. They were all over. The Christian Kirk was not getting open. Larry Fitzgerald was having trouble getting open. Their tight ends. I don't. I don't even know if they played. To be honest with you, they they were completely blanketed. Yep. The, uh, Christian Jones played a phenomenal game. Phenomenal game. Yep. yep. We saw. We saw two different. Lions teams on the field. One was the conservative Lions and one was the game plan Lions. And I think there's a lot to learn from, from, for the coaches and the players today that, that piece that you talked about though, was Stafford telling coach, trust me, that's one that's going to be a a thread to watch because if that trust between them is, is somehow dashed, right? These things can be solved. These things can be forgiven and they move on. Right. But this is something that could, could start right. to fester and, and in fact, yeah. and so on. Right. This that, is something that's, that a, heat of, that's a heat of the battle frustration moment and it needs to stay there. Otherwise it's going to be a massive problem going yeah. forward. Yeah. And I, I trust both men there understand the, the enormity of that moment and, and we'll work through that. But uh, that's that that's really not good when no. when you when your quarterback doesn't feel like the the head coach has trust in him has faith in him to accomplish, you know, to do the right thing on the field. That that's a very serious problem. Yeah, I have a feeling that in that in that circumstance, it was a thing where um, well, where Bevel told the coach he wanted a timeout, and coach went with Bevel because he had to trust his his coach. He was put in yes. a bad spot, and yes. um, Stafford. And, and- it was clear that Bevel was the guy indicating for the timeout. It was not Patricia initiating that process. Yeah, that yeah. Needs to be clear. Yep, yep, yep. So, so let's let's talk about. It. I think we need to look at this game as as two different games, almost right. Two significantly different, two different game plans for sure. The game plan we brought for the Cardinals was the right one. It it won the game. Yes, it was. Once we got to the point where we won the game, we lost. Oh, well, we tied the game. We almost lost it, right? And that's that's a real gap, and that's a that's a true learning experience. One of the things that came up in the Slack, I think that's really interesting, was from Floundericious. Guy lives in Seattle, and he says, you know, we have games like this where the the Hawks just shit the bed, mm-hmm. and the wheels come off, and it's a it's a total mess. They had one today, yeah. <laughs> and you know, the, the the conversation there isn't like we see with the Lions, right? It's not the the fuck this team, you know, not, not that thing. They're like, we've got to learn from this. We've got to get better, and we've got to move on. And da, da, da. it's a completely different type of mentality that I'm seeing already, like in the Twitterverse and so on. I think people will will. It, it, God, my heart was beaten at the end of that game. I get the, the the adrenaline and the frustration and stuff, but I still think that this is a different team with different leadership, different coaching, and I think fans. I understand. Look, I've. I, I was around when we drafted Billy Sims, right? I've, I've seen the Lions through all of these things and lived and died by. It. I just can see that something's different, and I think until it's it's absolutely certain that they're going to fail, you can't just you can't be the same old Lions fan. Period. That's that's it's just it's not fair to the team, not fair to the players, and um, you're not doing anybody any good at that point. No, it's it's very frustrating. It goes to I, the Detroit versus everybody story that you talked about, right? It it really is because who who is going to take positives out of this out of this if 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 I'll I'll, I'll refer to my my radio colleagues Big Drew and Jim if they try to go positive tomorrow 
they're going to be a soul in, in in Grand Rapids or Detroit that listens to them. Right. They're right. going to they're going to flip that off because nobody wants to hear anything positive about this game after the way it ended. And I frankly don't blame them for that. And I can look point to about 20 maybe 20% of the people out there and say and you would assign Antonio Brown. <laughs> Right, you just calm down, folks. Calm down, right? Yeah. It, it is. It is just one game. They're o o and one. They are still ahead of the Chicago Bears, yeah. which yeah. is a positive. Ah, uh, but man, that that was a game you had. You had to come out with a win on that. Look at the look at the upcoming schedule. Yeah, it's it, this is going to be tough. The the, the Car- Chargers prevailed today. They the, looked the good. Chiefs yeah. Prevailed today, although Tyreek Hill might be out for a while. You know, um, I, the only silver linings, you're not Cleveland and you're not Miami. <laughs> Miami. Yeah. People asking to be kicked out of there. Right. Wow. Man. Yeah. Oh, man. And, and by the way, when they get cut from there, the Lions don't want them. I'm just preemptive strike there. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. For sure. All right. So one game against the Cardinals. Um, it is one game. And again, it's the first game of the year. You're, you look at the guy's stats out there, especially, you know, the fantasy people see this and they're like, you see players getting crazy, stupid stats that they shouldn't get already. It's not real. Don't, don't, don't start buying players in fantasy. Don't start buying and selling teams right now. This is just the first game of the year. It's, it's not anything you can draw any kind of major conclusions from. And I have a feeling about it. I usually say game three, game four, things start to settle to the mean and you can see where a team really is and what the, their season trajectory probably looks like barring injury and so on and so forth. So, so just on, on Kyler Murray, I did a little bit of research on this. At one point in the game, he was seven for 25. He finished 29 of 54. That's mm. almost perfect the rest of the way. Mm-hmm. And that's the prevent uh, defense. That, that, that's right? what prevents defense does for you. I don't know why in the world a, a smart guy like Matt Patricia would would go to that. I don't. I don't. I'm not sure either. I don't get it. Uh, I'm. I'm hope. I'm. I'm sure that my colleagues in the media room will ask him about that, and I'm sure he will snap back them and just give some answer that goes into cliches and doesn't really answer the question i kind of feel like he's uh he's gonna uh, he won't say it but i feel like he felt like with as effective effective as the offense had been that they were going to be able to maintain their trajectory as well and it was just going to be uh you know it'll go out the end and again without that timeout it's a whole different game one single call changed that game so he really did. If, if if that call hadn't been made and we won the game and and, and that 18 point lead hadn't been pissed away People would be sitting here cheering and, and talking about how awesome this team is. And and even with the, the Decker penalties and all the things people are compla- complaining about right now, that one that one thing changes what people are saying and talking about and the whole narrative about what this game is right now. So it's all good. Yeah, yeah that's what Matthew says. In, in reality, they're, they're somewhat lucky that Arizona did not get aggressive earlier in the game. Yeah. They kicked a 20-yard field goal <laughs> on fourth and one. That was... <laughs> That was uh, yeah. That that was a lack of trust in Kyler, right? I mean, that's what you saw from yes. from uh, Kling, Dingleberry, <laughs> Cliff, Cliff Kingsbury. Yeah, yeah, Mister uh, uh, Mister Professional Stubble. I'm jealous of that. By the way, <laughs> he looks good. He has no faith in his quarterback. Obviously, early now he well, may it's, now. It's, it's a it's a rookie. I don't blame him for that. And he yeah. was terrible to that point. I think you go at it. I think you go for it. Fourth and one. That's me. That's it. So yeah, if, yeah, at home. I go for that, yeah. Especially when your kicker is Zane Gonzalez, who is not good enough to stay on the the winless Browns. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I got to talk about somebody really quick. Somebody who's back, and you remember him, Peter Von Panda. If you nice. ever, if you're on YouTube and you're looking around, never ever go to Peter Von Panda's channel 
at youtube.com slash Peter Von Panda. You will be disappointed. You'll think you're going to see great reviews. You'll think you're going to see great humor, but you're going to see some of the worst YouTube content you've ever seen. And if you were to go there, you'll see all kinds of um, testimonials from people telling you just how bad Peter Von Panda's YouTube channel is. So don't go to youtube.com slash Peter Von Panda and don't check don't out his it. amazing reviews and, uh, and high comedy. He's got good stuff there. Really check it out. He's a good guy. Um, come, came back to support the show again this year. So thanks a lot, man. All right. Let's keep going. Um, what else can we talk about with this team? So, so Sam Martin's going to be sore. <laughs> go ahead. Yes, he is. Go um, ahead. Has, has reason to be that that one that got blocked, by the way, was, was not his fault. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, you were you were going to jump on something before. Yeah, I so so, so somebody, a couple of people actually asked me about the pass rush or lack thereof, mm-hmm. um, and, and somebody asked if Trey Flowers was active for the game. He was active. Um, he got two tackles, did not get a, a registered quarterback pressure. He did draw a penalty, but uh, yeah, it was not an, an auspicious debut. And and the overarching theme of the pass rush, and I this was one of we talked about it this week on the show. One of my worries is that they don't have anybody who generates a pass rush that scares you. Now, I'm looking at the official stats right now. Devon Kennard did get three sacks in this game. Um, Christian Jones got one. Jelani Tavai got one. The Christian Jones set up. Um, beautiful play. So those, those are all your linebackers. Your defensive lineman did not get a sack in this game. They didn't generate a lot of pressure. I'm looking at the QB hits right now, and outside of the sacks, there was one. Rashawn Melvin got it. Um, so <laughs> nothing from from Flowers. Snacks Harrison did break up two passes. Um did not get a, a QB pressure or hit. Um, I'm not. I'm not seeing any others from any of the other linemen. So it was a, an underwhelming game. Now some of that is the fact that you are trying to you know get your linebackers in there, and and Kennard played well. I thought Christian Jones again had a great game, but uh, you, you do not have an alpha pass rusher that makes another team worry. And people who thought that Trey Flowers was that, I'm sorry, he's not. He's a very good player, but he is not. He's not Jadevian Clowney. You know, that, that's, that's not who he is. He's not Khalil Mack. Um, and uh, what I, a, I think in this game, you know, yes, he is coming off an injury and that, that probably is a bit of an excuse, but they still have to scheme to get sacks. I'm, and that takes away from your coverage. I'm hearing, and I didn't see it because I was setting everything up for the, for the show, um, the face mask. I heard it, but I didn't look at any of the replays. The face mask on Flowers, that call was, was a lie. It was, it was weak. Okay. It, it wasn't. It wasn't by the letter of the law incorrect, but it was weak. Okay. Um, it, there was certainly more pass interference on the play. Uh, who did he throw it to? Down the left sideline in overtime, or right before overtime, the last the last drive of the game. Uh, and I forget who the intended receiver. It might have been. It was Galladay. Uh, there was pass interference on that game on that play. Uh, it reminded me a lot of the, the the overturned one in Dallas. To be honest <laughs> with you, I had flashbacks to that. Great. Hey, we got a call. Uh, you there, caller? Yeah, I'm here. Hey, what's going on now? Common, how much you well, had to drink so far? Let's just start there. I have had nothing to drink. I am a masochist. Oh, my God. I, I, yes, you was. are. <laughs> All I'm right. about to, though. <laughs> I'm about to have something to drink. About to start. Um, yeah. I am I'm, I'm, I'm not feeling too good. I have to admit that. But I'm trying to look at the bright side of things. And the bright side of things is we're not the Packers and we're not the Bears. Yeah. I was thinking the same thing. And think about think about what your life is like right now if you're a Packers fan. You just saw Aaron Rodgers get held to 10 points. He still won the game, but that's only because the Bears scored three points. <laughs> so, And, you know, look at what we started out 
week one last year and how much better we look starting out the season this year. Yep. So there are some That's positives to take away from that game other than it's not a loss. There are some things we could do better. We have a lot of football season to go. Yeah, so, yeah, that's no, no that's, that's 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 all all great points, and I was thinking exactly that. If I think of like just let's say the first half, right? And we keep talking about the first three quarters. We can still say the first three quarters. You look at the the Bears Packers game and the Lions game, and I have to say that that Lions offense is probably the most dynamic of all three offenses that I've seen that I saw, and the, the defense the Bears, is, is right in line with with the three defenses that I saw on the field. This this may bode well. Now again, yeah. we're playing we're not playing the Bears the or the Packers here. We were playing the Cardinals, but right. from what we can divine here, we do have a good team to work with this year. The Bears look like they were running Jim Bob Cooter's offense. <laughs> they did, <laughs> except for the part. Except for the part of the part where they kept trying to throw left and it never worked. <laughs> yeah. Good. Oh man, no, you know those those are all great points, man. That's that's that, that's a good call. Thanks for that. And um, you, you they sit there and watch and they can giggle that it's a it's a Lions situation to get the uh, to get the tie. You know, same old Lions, whatever. But. Um, th- this team looked good, and it looks like they, they, they have something to bring against the division this year. And if you saw Minnesota play today, that defense that defense looked freaking nasty. That was a stout, stout win. Hey, over they Atlanta. darn near shut out the Falcons, who yeah. I think are a really good team. I do, too. They, they better be really bad this year, or we're, we're looking at a 0-2 against the, the, the Vikings because they, I mean, they're going to kill people with that defense. They were just, they were hitting hard hitting often and just shutting shit down. It was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I guess now we just got to beat the team that we aren't supposed to beat and then we'll be all set. And that's the lo- the lions thing to do, isn't it? Yeah. We're good for one of those for sure. <laughs> all right, man. Hey, thanks Absolutely. a lot for the call, bro. I really appreciate it. Yeah, you too. All right. Cheers, man. All right, you guys want to call? You can do that. It's cool. Um, Please do. Yeah. Call what's our me? number? I, I hadn't given it out yet. It's a, uh, Two four eight seven eight two eight three eight four two four eight seven eight two eight three eight four. Give us a call, or if you're using Skype, you can just go straight to Detroit Lions Podcast, all one word, and uh, and hook us up, and uh, and we'll get you on the show. Love to take your calls and talk about it. Now remember, you're going to be sore. I understand it. You're going to be as sore as Sam Martin, probably with everything that's going on. But it's okay. We'll you talk. Your ass for cream. <laughs> we'll talk. We'll try to be. We'll try to be civil. We'll try to be, you know, good people because that's who, that's who we are, right? We're, we're just Lions fans. So while we're doing that, Riz, you got your uh, you got your Lions uh, thong on right now, don't you? <laughs> How'd you know? <laughs> I can see it poking through your pants. Fanatics.DetroitLionsPodcast.com. Fanatics.DetroitLionsPodcast.com. The very, very best place to get your Lions thong and any other great sports gear for the teams you want to support. There you go. Fanatics.DetroitLionsPodcast.com. we got another caller. How you doing, man? What's your name? Hey, I'm uh, Logan. First time calling in. Hey, Logan. How you doing, man? So what I want to know your guys' opinions on is, how do you think Patricia is going to address this with the team on Monday? Like all those players played well enough to win until some boneheaded calls. How does he stare them in the face and say, this is on me? Oh, I think that's exactly what he'll do. Actually. I do too. I, I, that, that's, that's very in character for him to, to do that. My question will be, how do the players receive that message? Are yep. they going to buy into that or not? And that's, that's something that I don't think we know the answer to yet. And I think it's going to be completely dependent on how Stafford reacts. I think everyone's going to look to his reaction for um, to define what their reaction is. 
And I think that's going to be the, the real definition of how, how things go here. Um, I think Stafford is the kind of guy that's going to go with it. I think he's going to understand it. I think him and probably Bevel and probably uh, Patricia are going to have a behind-the-scenes conversation, and they're going to straighten some shit out. But uh, I think the way the team's going to react, I think Patricia's going to own it, and that's I think that's what a good leader does. Uh, and and a strong leader will do that, and then I think they're going to work it out themselves, and we'll see how it goes. But this is the kind of thing that can fester, and in fact, if if it doesn't get taken care of, so it's it's a it's a storyline to watch, and uh, it's definitely a risk. So we'll see, we'll see how that goes. Definitely interesting to see, considering the storyline all last year was Patricia lost the locker room, and I never really bought into that too much but i think this is more of a chance to do that than running a few laps in training camp <laughs> yeah, yeah definitely yes. <laughs> running laps and then he put in the hill anyway right yeah no this yeah. is this is a big one this is a real this is a real opportunity and this is you know from a, a standard lions perspective you can look at this as man this is this is going to be tough this is going to be bad this is going to be whatever or you can you can look at it as this is an opportunity for this team to grow and this group of guys to come together nothing seems to cement a team like adversity and overcoming it together i just i, I i'm i'm taking the the positive approach again this is this is game 1 of 17 18 more and uh, <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there, Chris. Thanks, thanks. These kinds of things uh, have a way of 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 taking good teams and and solidifying them or breaking apart, you know, bad teams and and bad characters. The group of characters we have in this this locker room, I just think, is going to to come together on something like this. And this is going to be the thing where, um, you know, Riz talked about a sentiment that uh, Lions players were starting to get about the whole Detroit versus everybody thing. And if everybody didn't, you, you folks didn't hear it when we were talking about it on the podcast, you know, a lot of times the players are saying they feel like they're the everybody. That is a direct quote from a player last year. Yeah. And this is how, how, how do we react? How do we look at this? How do they react? Right. Um, this may be a, a kind of ceiling thing where they may feel like they're everybody, but they're going to show Detroit. Right. I mean, maybe they're going to say it's everybody against Detroit. Um, we'll see. We'll see how it happens. We'll see how I am fascinated to see the fan reaction at the the home opener next week. Yeah, are are they going to cheer this team? Are they going to be supportive if they fall behind ten to nothing in the second quarter? What's the reaction going to be? Uh, that's that's going to be very telling. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right, hey man, thanks a lot for the call. Appreciate it. Absolutely love listening to you guys. Oh, man, thanks a lot. Appreciate that. Cool. All right. Um, hey, you got a good one. Jim Young. Oh, love this guy. He's been around Hi, forever. Jim. He, um, Jim. Do you think having so many starters not play in the preseason contributed to the tie or possibly to seeming to be so gassed out, tired, or not in football shape? What do you think, man? Th- that That's something that we've had a talk on um, on our wire slack where all well, the editors are going at it. And, and one of the things that we talked about was the Green Bay Chicago game and how sloppy and out of sync Aaron Rodgers looked with his receivers. Just the way that they've practiced, I don't think that's necessarily a big deal. I, I, I do think that it would have been nice to see a little bit more of, of the starting defense, honestly, more than the offense because the starting defense, other than the slay playing an extended period, you know, flowers has not played hand being out. Hasn't played snacks did not play much in the preseason. You didn't see, you know the, the starting linebacking core with with Davis out. I think I think that has somewhat of a factor in it. Um, it was in Arizona. It is a climate controlled building, but they did play overtime all the way to the end. Right. Uh, that's so that that I mean that's that's going to take something out of you. I I don't think that they lost because of fatigue though. I think they lost more. They just 
they didn't make plays that were there to be made. Yeah, yeah. And they if made, anything, made, this was a heck of a conditioning. If a, this yeah. is a heck of a conditioning routine to get him in game shape for a week two. Hey, we got a caller. Uh, caller, what's your name? What, how many? How many uh, have you had so far? Uh, you know, a couple scotches in. I had some uh, Johnny Walker Red. All right. This is Brian. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Brian, so, how you doing, man? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm doing. I'm doing okay. I, I'm a forever optimist when it comes to the Lions. But yeah, it's tough. My dad's been a fan for like forty years, and he always calls me after these types of games. Oh God! And I'm sorry. he's just like, no, yeah, no. He's, <laughs> he's just like, yeah, yeah. I told you so. And I'm like, you know, you believe me? We, ha- I think we have a good team. You know, we. This is just, you know, we are still. This is a new coach still. You know, they're they're still learning. I, it's just some things scratch up like they they really. I, I don't understand them because you know you look at teams like the Ravens today. And you see them, they're up like 28 points in the second quarter, and they run a fake punt from their own 40. They're, yeah. they're aggressive to the end. They're murderers, you, right? And you see the Lions, they're up 18, and they just let the foot off the gas. They stopped doing what worked. And I, 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 even after the timeout, I don't even understand the play call. What was that, like all goes? Like, didn't you just throw it up? You weren't. That's not a play that was working for you earlier. Go to what you were, what you've been doing. Uh, I don't know. It's it's, it's frustrating, but I, uh, at the end of the day, a tie is not the end of the world. It's much much better than a loss against the Cardinals. And I think we have a good team. We have a good foundation. Hawkinson, you know, looks like he's going to be everything as advertised. Oh yeah! Wow! And, wow! Yeah! And. Yeah, you can go ahead. No, no, you're right. Hawkinson, talk about a, a high point. You know, he everyone was high on him early in training camp. Things got a little quiet. He he did fine in preseason, but boy, did he come alive today. Did he look like the real deal? That was, whew, that was gorgeous. He was phenomenal. Yeah. yeah. NFL record. And he was- and basically undrafted in fantasy leagues, and I picked him up in both of mine because I thought everyone was being stupid and not drafted him. He's yeah. going to be, I think, Stafford's number one easily a thousand yards this year, probably ten touchdowns at least. Um, he's going to be, he's going to be a star for us for at least, you know, hopefully the next decade. I think, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, it, 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 look, it's not a loss. The Bears are still in last place. Rogers <laughs> himself, <laughs> you know, Rogers, uh, you know, he's he, he's taking a lot of sacks. And if he continues to do what he does, I don't, I don't know if he's going to be able to stay healthy because he likes to hold on to the ball. And you have the, the Vikings even. Uh, Dalvin Cook looked great today, but did you, you see know, that shot that uh, Kirk, Cousins Kirk Cousins took straight in the back, like like yeah. folded? I thought I, I couldn't believe he got up. Like he just popped right up after that, like nothing. I. I was sitting there with yeah. my wife. I was like, man, when I was younger, I used to think with all the pads and everything, I could take a hit like that. Today, they'd be wheeling me out in a helicopter after that kind of hit. I don't know yeah. how he popped up was, after that. That was murder. That looks like the shot Stafford has taken over the last couple of years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%, man. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think, you know, I think if we go 4 and 2 in a division, we can still be easily competing for a wild card spot and easily, maybe even in the conversation. Truth, Trubisky looks bad. I, I mean, all the quarterbacks yes, that I watched outside of, like, uh, you know, the Dolphins quarterback and maybe Jameis Winston looked better than Trubisky looked on Thursday night. So, you know, I'm not convinced on the Bears. I'm not convinced on the Packers. 
the Vikings will be, you know, they'll be competitive and scary if they can run the ball like they did today. Yep. But the Lions are not out of it. I think there's a good foundation, like you guys said. They played good for – they played really dominant football for like three, three and a half quarters, and just something changed. And they need to, this needs to be a learning experience. Exactly. Like I heard you guys talking about for the coaching staff, for Stafford and Bevel and Patricia all to say, these were the mistakes that we made that we need to make sure that it doesn't happen again. But Yeah. yeah. No, no, and that's. Uh, appreciate the call, guys. I'll, I'll listen to you guys offline now. All right, thanks a lot, man. Really appreciate. Hey, thanks it. for calling in. Good call, man. Really good call. Yeah, no, and and and, and he's right. I mean, the, this is if you think about who Matt Patricia is, the rocket scientist, right? And and I, I live in this world, so so I know about you know the continuous improvements, Six Sigma, all those kinds of things. <laughs> this he is a guy that is going to analyze the shit out of it. He is going to look at why what changed why it changed and how to fix that in the future this may actually be again i hate to sound like a slappy here is tell me i'm an idiot if i if, if i am okay but um this is this may be the kind of call that they needed for the first game of the season i think if they would have come in and dominated it may have actually done more harm than good for this team while it would have built up a lot of confidence and stuff walking into the chargers next year on that super high or next week and and possibly getting your uh, your face slapped. Um, I think this takes a different focus to the to the Chargers, and I think it might be a healthier focus for this team walking into a team that that's going to be that difficult in this stretch of about four more games that we have. They're going to be really really tough games. I think you're you're reaching a little bit there, but it's not absurd. I've I've heard worse today. <laughs> okay, I can go with that. Yeah, um, I, you know this is. It, it's just so frustrating because the win was there and it, it, it's quite clearly on the coaches that they lost this game. They, they changed their philosophy and right. you can't Hello? do that. Yep. Hey, we got a caller on. Hey, what's your name? Oh, sweet. How, many, how many you had? Uh, I've been drinking all day, just watching football. I think Riz um, has too. Stand. He's not in the, on the camera anymore. <laughs> I've, I've slumped <laughs> off. Man. I'm tired. <laughs> it's a long day. I got I got like five more hours oh. of work to do too. So so I'm I'm cutting it off here shortly. <laughs> all right, all right. We'll uh, we'll, we'll take this. I think that game added like I think that game added like three years to my life, especially at the end. Yeah, yeah. Wait, it added three years to your life. I'm thinking it took off a couple. <laughs> no, it took off. Sorry, sorry. See, I can't even that's think what, straight. That's, that's what happens when you drink all day, straight, man. Yeah. You can't think. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. No, yeah, no. I, I oh, have yeah. to tell you, I was so excited to get back to football, and I'm sitting there at the end. Um, my, my, I can feel my heart in my chest, just like ka-dung, ka-dung, and uh, just my, 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 my neck is, thro- is like thumping, and I'm just like, holy cow. Football's back. The Lions are back. I, I so remember this feeling of, of terror and anxiety and excitement all at once. It was, it was absolutely this, this team. It, look, you could just watch a Lions game as a fan and get your cardio in in the fourth quarter just by sitting still. Oh, my God. <laughs> so That's a good point. <laughs> oh, man. I thought um, for all the, the haters out there, for Stafford haters, Look what happens when you give him a little bit of help. When you give him some receivers, you know, it's just all offseason I've had to listen to all the Stafford haters saying how he's not good and we should trade him in the franchise. You know, he's not a franchise quarterback, got to draft one next year. And, you know, I mean, I didn't even think our O-line looked that great. They weren't awful, but he definitely didn't have as much time as he probably should have. But, I mean, what, what was the stats? He had, like, over 300 and 10 yards and uh, three touchdowns or something like that. 
Yeah. Pretty good. Uh, Let me hey, look hey, at it here. Hey, Riz, what's the, rate the, the front seven for the for the cards for me. I mean, I'm not wrong saying that's the best part of their team, right? The, oh, no. Terrell Suggs and Chandler Jones are the two best players on their football team. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. On either side of the ball. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not like our offensive line wasn't getting a heck of a workout out there, right? So... Uh, that's true yeah it's 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 okay they did good i mean and then we can look at you know and it's coming up in the chat i don't want to miss this either uh jamal agnew can we not have him return kicks anymore can we can we stop that i it's what happened he used to be so good two years ago he was like all pro and then i don't know what happened when he dropped the ball that he fair caught that Mm -hmm. that leave him there Mm -hmm. because he's not good on defense (laughs) he's never been good on defense Oh my God! So he had a muff today. He had a muff in the last preseason game. He had a a a he had two today where he did not catch the ball when he should have caught the ball, and it, it cost him yards. It's it's inexcusable um, that you have a, that much of a hack back there doing that. And I'm I'm not I'm not even sorry about saying that about him because uh, that that's he, he's got to go if you're going to find a scapegoat for the game. Um and and somebody has to pay because somebody always has to pay in these yeah. situations. He's a good one. Yeah, yeah, he'd be ideal. Yeah, yeah. Oh, not the good kind of muffs here, right, Peter Von Panda? <laughs> it, is, it, it is not the Tory Wells kind that I <laughs> grew fond of over my life. Do you know who that is? Google our yeah. kids. <laughs> All right, man. Well, hey, I want to thank you for the call really quick. We're gonna take one more call here. Um, and then I know Riz, you got to fly. Thanks for for doing this. We had uh, yeah, I do. I, uh, I I have to wrap up a ten cents, and I've written five and a half of them, and I got to get it in by two a.m. So someone loan this go. man a nickel, would you? Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> Sandman had a breakout at the last minute, and Riz came in and, and is is jumping in on something that he usually doesn't have time for, but he wanted to save the day. So a big round of applause for the Riz. Thank you, my man. You're the thank you, thank you, thank you. Bomb. All right, last time two four eight seven eight two eight three eight four. Last chance for a call. We had we we covered Agnew. We covered Stafford. Um. The front I, I i felt like we got great pressure again from the front seven we had him we had kyler murray murray moving there was there was a lot of confusion created by the front seven and i appreciate that and devon Kennard getting three sacks that's that that's legitimate that's that's very nice yep. you know you, you saw i thought the corners were good in man coverage when they lined up and and tried to cover when they when they weren't off the ball so far, I, I thought Slade looked good. I thought I thought Rashawn Melvin looked really good. Yeah, very surprisingly that, good. Hey, we got a last call. Positive. We got the call. How you doing, caller? How many you had? What's your name? I don't know. Maybe eighteen beers. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. My people. What's your uh, name, man? Man, I was a uh, a Mike. Oh. I was loving the game for the first three and a half quarters. Man, I our offense actually looked. Um, we talked about it a lot, or you guys did on the podcast last year about, uh, how predictable our offense looked last season. And for the first time in several years, we looked completely unpredictable. It looked amazing Yeah. for the first three and a half, you know, quarters. And then the the fourth quarter came around and we just looked like utter garbage. (laughs) Did you have Uh, your, uh, your little, uh, your little picture frame out with Jim Bob Cooter in it? Like kind of the tear running down. (laughs) Right. <laughs> you know I mean, I mean hey. <laughs> everybody loved when Jim Bob Cooter joined. I mean, it's like uh, the greatest thing ever to be able to say that. But when Daryl Bubble came, it was nice. I was a little concerned, but I listened to you guys, and uh, you know, it seemed like uh, Daryl Bubble was going to make our dreams come true. Which I will say, I think in our game tonight, our offense looked amazing. I just think we got screwed by the refs in the fourth quarter. 
Yeah, I think we helped them, but I don't think that I thought there was a couple. There was an OPI against uh, against sure. them that that didn't get called for sure. Um, mm-hmm. The the Trey Flowers one was really ticky tacky for the refs Trey that Flowers were, face mask was was egregious at best. And and yeah, it reminds me of everybody I know. I've noticed the comments keep coming up that uh, everybody says, you know, Matty P timeout, and it reminds me of the Jim Schwartz call. Mm. You know, several years back, where yep. Jim Schwartz causes the game with one call, and it's total bullshit. It's yep. like it's one call by your coach, dude. We got screwed in the last part of the fourth quarter. There's nowhere else to take it, and it sucks to take the tie. I mean, we've all been through this shit for yeah. how many years? Too and it's many. Like now we just get a tie instead of a instead of a loss. You know, instead of a loss, we just get a tie. That's an improvement. And now we have to live with. How are, how do you lose a game? Now we get a tie, and now the Lions can add that to their list of BS <laughs> ways to like start a freaking season. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, it's been I, ever I since. Say you... this. On a positive note, though, on a positive note, I don't think after listening to you guys for the last two years, especially after Jim Bob Cooter was running the offense, I will say for the first time in three years of watching football with the Lions, I could not tell what they were going to run on every goddamn play <laughs> that they were doing. And that was a beautiful thing to see. Damn so at least we can take that as fans, you know, away from this game. But <laughs> that, is, that is definite progress, that's for sure. Yeah, definitely for this yeah. team, man. Other than that, man, it's awesome hearing from you guys, man, from Texas, dude. Love you guys. See you next week. Look forward to the future podcast, man. Alright, man. Thanks a lot. I really appreciate you. That's awesome. Man, I, yes. I love, I love yes. It. Thank you for that. One one quick thing I want to note. This is the Lions' first tie since 1984. I'll uh, give Ben Raven from M Live, my good friend, uh, some credit on that. Right. Uh, I didn't realize it had been that long, but that's that's a long time ago. That, that's two shows and two Ben mentions. Ben, Ben, if you'd like to sponsor the show, you can. Jo- <laughs> 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 you can join Peter Peter Von Panda. Yeah, all right, dude. all right, everybody. That's going to do it. We're going to call this a show for now. It's the first. It's it's late. It's nighttime. Everyone's got to work tomorrow. Um, we're going to call this the first post game show with live show. We're going to do them all. Uh, it looks like every game this season is going to get a post game show, except the Thanksgiving game. So uh, we're good to go. Thank you again, Riz, for stepping in when we needed you the most. Man, uh, it was it was most lovely. It was, it was my day. pleasure. I, I I needed to talk. I needed to. to get away from writing angry um i have a lot of that to go on tonight <laughs> there's, there's a lot of good things to take away from it riz i, I i'm telling you there i mean is. i know um, a lot of people are gonna are gonna talk in in the media are gonna take all the bad the bad angle on oh this. you know that there's a, there's a lot of good to take away from this and i think the group the, the the people that take a look at the good side of this and can put that in context and in perspective of the whole game and realize that what went bad was was really the a small portion and a couple of real key points those are all things that can get fixed right those are all things that can change and uh you're, you'll probably be a lot more fair and a lot more realistic about what you're reporting on. and i'm not telling you what to write don't get me wrong <laughs> mm-hmm. no i i'm uh yeah no so i i, I do get the the fun to write I, I actually have to write about the dolphins next uh for one of the 10 cents and uh i oh my god you, you want to so trade I, that I, away uh, I'll just say this. I have covered both teams that went 0 16. I've never seen either of those teams look as bad as Miami did today. (laughs) Yeah. Ever. That's that's crazy. All right, guys. Remember, this show needs your involvement. Use the comments in the subreddit to give us your feedback. And uh, don't forget about us on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Detroit Lions podcast. The most intelligent Slack chat in the world. 
related to the Lions is available to you if you get as little as a dollar a month on the donation list. Patreon.com slash Detroit Lions Podcast. Also check us out on Facebook, Facebook.com slash the Detroit Lions Podcast, and on the Twitter machine at DET Lions Podcast, the very best place to see the Riz. With no pants. That's right. All right, give us a call via Skype, Detroit Lions Podcast, all one word, or call us in the Lions line, 929-33-LIONS. It's 929-335-4667. We'll get you on the weekly show coming out Tuesday or Wednesday this week. Also, come to DetroitLionsPodcast.com. Subscribe to the podcast so we can come in your little box automatically. Thank you for tuning in. We're going to see you next time on the Detroit Lions Podcast. Remember, no pants, no toasters, no hot tubs, no problems, baby, because we're your Detroit Lions and Reddit Connection.